From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part five in our series, Out of Your Comfort Zone. Today, we're talking about the dating routine. And a lot of us are probably familiar with this quote from Albert Einstein that says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. And we're going to tie that all into how we date as married couples. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone who's had a win, Mm -hmm. like we were just talking about on the show earlier this week, someone who's had a win in their marriage, right? right? And this is their win. And this hug actually comes from a post from one of our Platinum Community, one Platinum Community members. And this is a couple, you guys, that's been married almost 40 years. And they said, two hours later, we completed our core values assignment. Once we got started, we just couldn't put it down. We're still talking and had fun designing this word out. They actually made a piece of art with all of the words that came back to their core values. And they said, with never doing this before, we found ourselves in a great dialogue as we weeded through the list. We were surprised that we had 10 similar words, but the greatest conversation about our core values came with our differences. It was great dialogue with so Mm. much to learn and each lesson peels a layer away. We are so grateful. I love it. Talk about breakthrough. Talk about breakthrough. And, you know, they're obviously doing something different, mm-hmm. right? To get a different result in their marriage. And we're talking about that today wrapped around our dating game, mm-hmm. right? This whole series, uh, you know, out of your comfort zone, we've been looking at different intimacies and the routines, the ruts that we get in and how we can actually get out of that comfort zone and be this jump start in our marriage. And I love it when we do these series around all the different intimacies, because I know that it's actually a stretch mm-hmm. for you and I. We get confronted with a lot of our own stuff mm-hmm. as we we're sure going do. through this. We we get to see those places where maybe there's been some complacency. You know, and I mean, the first week we talked about how to deepen the emotional intimacy and that was all around the feedback loop, mm-hmm. right? Are we giving feedback to one another? And then we went into how having a shared vision around what you want your future to look like can actually help husband and wife get on the same page financially. And we did pull back the covers, a little pun intended there around the sexual intimacy. And, you know, last week we talked about spiritual intimacy, which is, you know, an area that often gets overlooked in marriage and at least, or maybe just in the discussion. And I, I want to say though, that, that discussion for us mm-hmm. and, you know, out of your comfort zone, there were some things that we got to peel back the layers ourselves. And, and some things got revealed as we were talking about it, which goes back into, you know, the first part of this series was the feedback loop. This is our feedback loop. Mm-hmm. And we hope that as we dialogue, you're able to do the same thing. And so one of the things that I happened to mention to Elisa was, I'd really like for us to to be able to pray together at, at least twice a week, mm-hmm. just a time. And, it, and we didn't put a time limit on it. We didn't say it has to be this long or it has to be this way or I just want us to to have some time doing that. And it, it may transform, which it probably will over time as we start jumping into it. But in this last week, we've done that twice. Yes, we have. Look at us. You guys are great accountability because yes. we know if we say it here on the air that somebody is going to at least be thinking about it or ask us about it. So we're just letting you know what we said last week. We have done. We have done. And 
as we continue to get out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. in that area and other areas, we're going to grow. We're going to, there are going to be days when we take steps forward and we're learning. There are going to be weeks when we take steps back and we're learning. And yet we're going to continue to hold each other's hand mm-hmm. and be on the same team and willing to go, you know what? There's something we can be doing together. And sometimes that may be individually Mm -hmm. and sometimes holding that hand is together. And sometimes you may need to be the one that just goes, what can I do this week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What can I do this week? Where do you take the lead? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like we talk about in the intimacy lifestyle, like how do you take turns initiating? And, you know, as we, as we're talking about this around the recreational intimacy, right, how the two of you spend time together and that for a lot of couples comes to their, you know, how they go out on dates. And, you know, the reason we're talking about dates specifically is because we asked you all, you know, how, how many of you do the same thing or a similar thing on dates? 92% of you raised your hand for that. And truth be told, Tony and I, have gotten a little complacent complacent and we would be in that 92 percent. We'll, we'll do the same thing or a similar thing each and every time when we go out on a date now it doesn't necessarily need to be a date night it could be a date day it could be a date morning whatever you consider your date to be mm-hmm. we looked at that ourselves and said hmm. hmm within this context and the way we asked this question we would fall in that 92% at this point in time in our lives. Mm-hmm. And when we asked y'all like, well, what's a typical date? By and large, the vast majority of the answers started with the word dinner. And then it was followed by like dinner and a movie or and window shopping, watching TV, playing a game, having a coffee and, 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 and. And I had to laugh because I'm like, oh, like what have our last dates looked like? And I'm like, hmm, dinner and... And yet, you know, there have been seasons in our life when our dates have been like, let's go for a hike and let's just go, you know, window, we do window shop, but maybe not necessarily with, with well, food I, attached. I would say, I would say pre COVID lockdown and things of that nature. Yeah. Our window shopping was typically though to art galleries or something yeah. of that nature. We, we would, we'd love to just stroll through like La Jolla uh-huh. and go into the, the numerous art gal- galleries there and, and see the different, be it photography, paint, um, sculptures. sculptures mm-hmm. And we would, we would look at those. So yeah, it's window shopping, but for me, it, there's something about looking at art together that stirs our soul and we get to see different things. I, I'm just smiling because I love going into the Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah, you do love your Dr. Seuss. And I like... Um, uh, oh my gosh. I just, Peter Lick. Lick. Peter mm-hmm. Lick. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the photography. Tell you a little bit emotions. about Tony and Lisa when he's looking at you know this epic photography with Peter Lick and it, it's spelled L-I-K if you want to look up um, his work. And I'm over here looking at Dr. Seuss because um, Theodore Geisel actually lived in La Jolla. And so there's a lot of his artwork and stuff. Side note, sidebar. But again, it goes back to- No, it's not L-I-C-K. It's L-I-K. Oh, I thought that's what I said. Oh, okay. I I may have missed it. Yeah, it's Peter L-I-K. Okay, there we go. Um, But we have these seasons in marriage where dating can be really dynamic, right? And you know, maybe that was when you guys first got together and you're, and you're doing all of these creative things and, and then somewhere along the line, and I'm not going to say it's immediately after the wedding, or maybe it's after the kids, or maybe it's, you know, after your empty nesters, there just becomes this routine to it, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're just kind of like going through the motions and, and you know, we've, we've had, we were actually talking about this before the show and we're like, it's not kind of a linear thing where like we started off really strong, and then, you know, dropped. 
we can actually see it more like rolling hills. Yeah. And, and, and I just remember like when we first got married, if we go back to the list, it, it's typically dinner and or mm-hmm. dinner then this. And I just remember when we lived in the desert, our big date night spot was the the pizzeria mm-hmm. up there in La Quinta. And, and no kidding, that was the place we would go almost every Friday night mm-hmm. or Saturday. We just, it was like, that's our date night, pre-kids, did our thing. And then there were times when we would do other adventures. You know what I mean? I, I just remember us doing more like we'd get out. We'd do, we'd, we'd go searching more. Like we'd go on drives mm-hmm. and we would, we'd sort of just meander around. And, and yeah, there would be a meal in there, but the meal was just sort of a like part of it, not the entire thing. And then there are times when I, I recall that we did more instead of dinner, dinner type evening things we were doing, trying to do more like midday or early, like late morning. So we were just getting out with the sunshine. We'd go, you know, jump on the kayak. We'd get to the beaches more. And then more recently, like I said, and and you said as well is, you know, it's been more just like dinner and we don't, we're not movie people. We've never been though that couple that would go dinner in a movie. Rarely would you ever find us at a movie theater. Can I say why? Can I, can I tell them why? (laughs) My amazing, incredible husband has one little quality that prevents us from being able to go to movies. And that's the fact that he will talk through a movie. He'll either talk through a movie or he'll have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. And so for me, movies are not enjoyable if those two things have the potential of happening. So we've just kind of said, you know what, movie theater, not so much. He's amazing. It's just this one little thing that prevents us from being able to do movies. Yeah. And I think for me, it's just sitting there after dinner and there's no interaction. Mm -hmm. That's the part that has always driven me nuts with the movie. This is just me personally is, um, I just spent a bunch of my money to watch something on a screen that's going to be out back in the day, like on DVD or something now, you know, Netflix or whatever, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. streaming station it's going to be on. And so I, I'd always just be sitting there going like, well, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. To me, it just didn't make sense. Every once in a while, you know, Avengers comes out, something like that, where you want to see it on the big screen, you really want to experience, got it. But we'd never been a dinner movie. It's always been mainly dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we would go for walks, typically. So, but that, that you know, we're realizing like, wait, wait a minute, what are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? Why, why are we stuck in this rut right now? Well, and, you know, I'm I'm thinking back to the quote that I started the show with that, you know, and Sandy's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And, you know, even preparing the show, I was like, I wonder how many couples are, are expecting romance and they're expecting great conversation and just, you know, all of this expectation mm. around date night and it's not happening. And the reason that it's not happening is because you're in like this groundhog day. You're doing the same thing over and over again. So you just kind of know, okay, well, we're just going to like, we're going to get the sitter and we're going to hop in the car and we're going to go eat and then, you know, go watch a movie and then we'll come home and then we'll have a And so you're just kind of like, yeah, like I know how this goes. Mm -hmm. Right. And here's the deal. And we've had, but we've done episodes on, you know, have sex before dinner. Yeah. That's definitely, that's a way to get out of that normal, like, Oh, this is the way we're rolling. No, we're going to we're going to have sex first because we typically know if we're going to go do dinner in a movie and then if we're coming home late, we may be too tired and so that gets missed. So what if we get jump in the shower, have sex first and then go have our fun? 
Absolutely. I'm a big fan of that. I will say though, talking about dinners though, progressive dinners don't fall in that that vein for me mm-hmm. because we don't do them often enough and it's something we continue to say we, we need to be doing more of. Progressive dinners to me, I think are just fantastic. And if you don't know what a progressive dinner is, it's you have an appetizer mm-hmm. somewhere, maybe, you know, whatever it may be. You pay, you walk around, you go do something or you drive to your next place. You have an entree. Typically for us, it's it's a shared entree. It's a bigger, it's a bigger helping. Mm-hmm. And, and so for Elise and I, it's sort of like, well, let's just share this. And then third is either a going to a dessert place, maybe it's a coffee shop and you're ending your evening, but it's, it's sort of interwoven and not just sitting in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit more difficult now in the time we're in because a lot of places are closed, um, just depending on lines and in that ability. But I do love progressive dinners. I was just going to say with the progressive dinner that could be done now, um, we know that there are couples that do a drive-through progressive dinner. That would and work. And so that could happen where you're still, you know, you're getting out, you're doing your little stops, um, you know, via the vehicle. So everybody stays safe and distant. And yet you still got that drive time to have the conversation, to have the mm, connection because you're not just doing great. that. I love that idea. And I do want to say, you know, before we get into this and somebody's like, but Elisa, we love our places that we always go to. Yeah, I get it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having your standbys. There's nothing wrong with going to those places where you know the food is great and the service is great and, and you know you're going to like it and it's just going to be you know pleasant. There's nothing wrong with that. And if it's working in your marriage, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Good grief, go do it. But here's the thing. If you find that the two of you aren't excited about going out on dates, if you find that it looks like a repeat of the last time that you went on the date and you're doing the exact same thing in the exact same way every time, and there's, you're not getting that romance. You're not getting that anticipation or excitement. It might be time to look and say, what are we doing? It goes, goes back to part one in the entire series. What's the feedback loop here? Yeah. What's the feedback loop? Where, where are we? What are we doing? And, and looking at it from a, from a place of, Hey, dinner is still good. Mm -hmm. And yet what are we going to do that's going to change it up for us though. What are we, what are we planning on doing that allows us to connect romantically Mm -hmm. that allows us to connect intentionally, you know, so that way we are having deeper conversations. I will say we've fallen into this place of dinners and yet Elisa and I have had this ability most recently on these to set aside the phones Mm -hmm. and just ask each other questions and talk and get into some deep conversation, I feel like, that we wouldn't necessarily have sitting around the house. Oh, absolutely not. Just because a change of scenery is good for you. Mm-hmm. And so that has increased for us. And I, for myself personally, as I've gotten older, I, I love that intellectual stimulation with her. Mm. And we don't always see eye to eye on things. And sometimes in those in those conversations, we, we are maybe butting heads a little bit. We, we don't allow that. To derail the mm-hmm. date night though. And I just, I want to say one thing here as we're talking about these dates. Um, we want to share with you our definition of a date. Yeah. So when we are using date, that's you and your spouse. That's not you, your spouse and your kids. Or or even another couple. Right. I mean, that's double dating. That's double dating. But we're talking about within this context, mm-hmm. a date is between myself Annalisa, do we go on double dates? Do we go out to dinner with other folks 
For sure. Do we have other folks come over and do dinner with us? For sure. That is not a, a date with for Elise and I. That is a gathering mm-hmm. of either A, the family, or a gathering with other couples. And, and the reason we don't call date with the kids is because it's very hard for the two of you to have that intentional time mm-hmm. if you're also corralling all the human beings you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. So call that family. Call date, date. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, let's get into this place. And, you know, I just want you to take a step back for a second because we talk about the routines around this and go, uh, you know, how many times have you guys been out on a date and you've seen a couple who like is clearly on a date. You can tell it's just the two of them, right? Using Tony Lisa's definition. And you know, it looks like they're kind of having a conversation, but maybe they're staring more at their phones than each other or, you know, and it might be just that they're looking something up, but maybe it's just that because they haven't been intentional about the date that whatever the content is on their phones that they're scrolling through, there's a perception that that's actually more interesting than their spouse. And we hear this often. And I think we experience it as well is that there's something else more important. Mm -hmm. And on this, on an, on this date and really breaking up and getting out of our comfort zone, who are we there for? And why are we going out? What's the purpose? Mm -hmm. And if the purpose is just to look at our phones, then, hey, then make sure that you guys are on the same page with that. And yet too often, though, we're hearing it more and more that that's not what you guys want. You're frustrated because he picks up his phone every time it goes off. She's looking at it just scrolling because there's nothing else to look at. You know what I mean? And I really do believe that... It has just caused such a wedge between us. I think back to those days when we used to go to the pizzeria in La Quinta. I mean, it was just us. We would sit there. We would talk to the owner or the staff and and we would laugh and, you know, we would just sit back. Did we we even have phones back then? Did we? Yeah, we had some sort. I think it was like, I think I had like a Nextel or something, you know, the old school Nextels. (laughs) Guys, when you've been married almost 24 years, things like, did we have phones back then is actually like a real deal. It's a real deal. But I I do want to say there was, there is something about that time. I can take myself back to that time and there was no heaviness. There was no like, oh my gosh, do I need to post this picture? Oh, should we post this? Should I take this picture? Should we take the picture of of the plate of food and, and the wine and the dessert? And I'm not saying we don't do that at times. Elisa just celebrated her her birthday. I'm not going to say. You can, can say. I say uh, yeah, her, 40, her 46th birthday. I'm and you proud better, of those years. You better believe when the guys came around and saying happy birthday to her, I pulled out my phone and I took video of it. I wanted to share that moment. And yet, we both knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, though, the phones weren't really out. Mm-mm. They, they just they didn't come out. It was one of those moments where it was her birthday, and we just got to sit there and have that conversation. And you know, with that, we we need to step in this place where we're like, okay, are we willing to change things up? Are we willing to you know break the cycle and level up our game? And and what if you had a few more ideas in your marriage toolbox and you could do different things? And yes, they could still involve food, but we get into this place where we're breaking out of that dating routine. But let's discuss that after this word from our sponsor. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. 
I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I, I want to be real clear that nowhere is it written that a date is dinner and a movie. It's not in the Ten Commandments. It's not in the Constitution of the United States. Like, like that is not a hard and fast, this is what a date is. is. Right? And, and you know, part, I think part of the struggle that I know that we have and that a lot of couples, because we get the emails um, that say, you know, hey, we've got this event coming up. Do you have any ideas for creative dates? Right? I mean, we get those messages. And the truth of the matter is, is we don't know you. So us giving you our creative ideas may not actually help you. But that's the challenge, right? We, we wait until the last minute collectively mm-hmm. yeah. to plan something instead of saying, you know what, long before we go on our dates, let's get creative. Let's maybe during a coffee break, let's just talk about some date ideas mm-hmm. so that we're being proactive so that whether, you know, we're, we're still in COVID shutdown or we're not, we've got this list of ideas that say, you know what? I know what we can do on day night. I know what I can plan. You know, it's come, it's being intentional and coming up with ideas that fit your location. Cause we, we have folks in the one family who live in really rural areas that may be like an hour and a half away from any large city. And we have people that are living in major metropolitan areas where like they literally could step out their door and have, you know, thousands of people and opportunities all around them. Right. It's looking at your budget and saying, what can we, where are we right now in terms of our finances? Mm-hmm. What's our date budget? I, I'll, I will tell you, there was a time when Elisa and I had maybe like 20 bucks a month for a date, 20 to 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. That was that was what was in our budget for our dates. You, you better believe we still made things happen. We had to get creative. We had to do things that, you know what? That I, I think back then in those days, it was actually more fun to get creative because we would go to... The, the, the grocery store and just go ba- buy a bag of food mm-hmm. and just get a blanket and go have ourselves a, a day in the park and just relax. It, it was what? I was going to say, I could also kind of just slightly fudge the date budget if I called it groceries. Yes. <laughs> Got a little creative there. I'm like, oh, well, this is groceries. I can take like an extra $10. Elisa and financial intimacy have always been... Oh, it was still groceries. We were at the grocery store. Gray, gray lines in there. Right, um, a extra. But that's okay. That's that's truth. It's just truth. Those are things that we've worked through. But don't allow your budget to stop you uh-huh. from having those amazing times. I I really do uh, feel like our walk and talks on the beach. Those those are dates for us. Mm-hmm. It's it's a Lisa and I. It is a walk and talk. And yet afterwards, and I've shared this, and we've shared this many a times. It's you know getting a coffee 
It may be going to breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something fun about that because it's not a, a full-on dress-up. And for us, it's okay. You know, we're in shorts. We're basically in workout gear. and But the time on the beach, the, the time hearing the waves, the time just being able to just get away from everything, man, to me, is there's nothing better. The sit-down afterwards, you know, to have a coffee, to get to have some breakfast, that sort of pulls it all together. Yeah. And it's, it's having that conversation, you guys, long before you're pulling out of the driveway, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got kids, because if you've got kids and you've got a sitter inside, that's literally charging you by the minute to watch your children. And then you're sitting in the, in the driveway and you're like, well, what do you want to do? And, and that just leads to frustration. But if we've got a plan, right, if you've got a plan for what you're going to do, if you've got, you know, and, and here's the other thing with having these conversations about, you know, like, what would you like to do, right? Have the conversation with your spouse. What are some ideas? And, and I, I am going to just come down on the folks that prefer to say, I don't know when their spouse answers or asks this question. Stop saying, I don't know. Have, I'm just going to say, make a decision. Put something out there. I really want to just tell you both to, you know, man up or woman up and just be decisive because then you actually have something to work with. If you keep telling your spouse, I don't know, it's frustrating to everybody. What would, what would it look like if, and this is really interesting and it just sort of popped in my head is what would happen if we did something sort of like, and, and I, and I'm thinking this is my word is just called micro dates. And so instead of the whole buildup of a date, like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. And it's this two, three hour ordeal between dinner and movie. It's even more, right? Sometimes it could be probably before, you know, if you yep. left at, if you left at six o'clock in the evening, you probably aren't getting home till 10, 10 30, but what would happen with a micro date where it's, it's compact. There's a time frame that we are looking at and we're just going, Hey, we have 30 minutes. We have 45 minutes, whatever that may be. And, and just making it go, let's make the most out of this 30 minutes. Well, I, what I would say to that is I think people are going to have to up their romance game to make R- that happen. Right. Because I'm just even thinking about us and how much time we can just waste, you know, just sitting down watching a series. Mm-hmm. And, and before you know it, I mean, we've, we've wasted an hour watching something, sitting beside each other, maybe touching each other, not saying many words other than I do talk, talk through I'll, even TV, TV shows. shows I'll, I, I'll even talk through that. So mm-hmm. at least it gets frustrated with me in there. And yet... What would happen if we did do something like changed to, for us to get out of our comfort zone or in this area and in a rut to go, let's just do a micro date. What, what does that mean? It means we have 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Let's go run. You know, we can go run the Jack and box, go get an iced tea, go get some, some food and hit up to, you know, what, what's Hilltop, Hilltop park. And it's right here. I mean, the drive between, you know, to go get an iced tea and up there is probably 10 minutes. Max. So say we spent 30 minutes just hanging out. We, we get out there. We just th- throw down a blanket. We have a couple of things there to, to eat. We sit there. We watch the sunset. We get back in our car and we're back home. And I'm telling you, it probably wouldn't be more than 40 minutes. Well, we did that. At, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because it was probably three weeks ago that we we did that and you said hey let's just we we've been working on some stuff with one and you said let's just go grab a milkshake mm. and, and so we did we went jack in the box tony's favorite and well it's right here it's, it's a super convenient through. yeah 
and we got a milkshake and you and I just went for like a 20 minute drive. We did. And we came home and it was just fun and we were connecting and just talking and stuff. And that's what we're talking about. Like getting into this place, you guys, where it doesn't have to be an elaborate thing, but how can you be intentional about this area of your marriage so that you could have the romance and we are going to have to up our romance game to break out of the dating routine, mm-hmm. to get out of your comfort zone. You got to level up. This whole series has been about leveling up in the different intimacies. So what, what, how are you going to level up? How are you going to level up when it comes to dating your spouse? And I would even say, as we conclude this series on out of your comfort zone, one of them may have really struck you. Mm-hmm. One of them may have been the one or two of them may have been the ones that just struck you and you're like, boom, that's where we needed like hone in on. The last two here, spiritual and, and recreational intimacy, obviously you can tell for Elise and I, these struck us. It, it, it did. When we look at sexual intimacy, our sexual intimacy is on par. I mean, we're we're we're, we're under par. I mean, we're 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 doing well. Okay. Uh, under yeah, par yeah, is yeah. mean you know, okay, like the yeah. negative is better in in golf. Okay. Um. So we're 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 killing it there. When we look at our financial intimacy, it's something that we've been doing for years and years and years, and we know it by the back of our hand. Are there ups and downs and ebbs and flows? Yes, but it doesn't like freak us out or anything. Mm-hmm. Our emotional intimacy, man, we're behind these microphones every week. We get to talk to each other every week. It is part of our emotional intimacy. And yet, spiritual intimacy, hmm, need to look at it a little bit. Mm-hmm. The dating routine, recreational intimacy, hmm, we need to look at that a little bit for us. So what is the one or two that you need to just start looking at and going, you know what? We got to get out of our comfort zone on that one. And what are we going to do? We've given you numerous ideas here today just in recreational intimacy, but in each and every every other episode, we've given you action steps. So pick one, jump into it, and make it happen for your marriage. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We're excited to hear about those date ideas that you're going to come up with, and I'd love to even hear about your micro date ideas. I'd love to hear them. So send them to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We'd love to celebrate those micro date ideas. Have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.